After a year and a half, E.T. is coming back to the stage and will be hosting the 120 Conference right here in the ATL live September 25th and 26th. This year has left us drained from experiencing loss to having to live in uncertainty about finances and health to experiencing extreme burnout and being overwhelmed in our careers. It's time to rebuild. It's time to rise and recover. Find a way to finish. Find a way to find some more strength to keep going. Find a way. But whatever you do, don't quit. Don't surrender. Don't give up. Remember, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. It's time to go all in and reach new levels of success. Eric Thomas and the 120 Conference is exactly what you need to get that breakthrough and come out on top. Come see E.T. like you've never seen him before, right here in the ATL Live, September 25th and 26th. It's time to rebuild. It's time to rise and recover. Come see Eric Thomas like you've never seen him before. Get your tickets now at 120series.com. Was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome to Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And let me tell you, we have a special episode yeah. 50. Yeah. Special. Yeah, this one's for the I mean, I, it, we, we asked for it. I shot my shot. I said, hey, I, Wallow, I need you. What's up? Mm, yeah. I, I know Nick. I'm here. Like, what's up? Woo woo. Uh, I'm not even going to say no more. I'm not even going to ask how Moose feels. Let's get into this intro. <laughs> Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now, joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never-before-seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. And you already know what time it is. It is review of the week. All right. Real quick. I almost skipped this section because I wanted to go straight into this. But I always got to show the love to the reviewers. Moose would have killed me. So real quick. Catch up or catch up. Okay. Well, fam, for me, it's both the catch up on all main courses is a necessity unless you're a bomb cook like our BU bro, D-Lo, maybe not. I'm so confused, but okay. Maybe leaving okay. reviews has been crazy to stay up with. Any point is Nikki and Moose are my timeless faves. I'm a stronger spirit and human because of their consistency. I can't even say that word. Consistency on these weekly podcast episodes. Hence, are just some hence are just a few major whys of why I stay rocking with them. So log on and be elevated NYC style. You'll be grateful mm. you did. That was Love a long it. one. Sheesh. Love it. That's what's up. Uh, There's some love out, in there. Yeah. That shout out to everybody who leaves us a review. But let's let's get into this guest. Wallow two six. Seven. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yo, yes. this, this is major. First and foremost, thank you. I don't want to leave that to the end. Thank you for jumping on oh, Nikki oh. and Moose. Uh, we, we had to ask you to come on because if we're talking about branding, we're talking about business, your story needs to be break down way more than anybody. 
because you're the mm-hmm. now, right? We wow. we're big on the before, but you're the now. So for the three people who don't know who you are, three, because there's only, can you let the people know just just a little bit about you? Because I got well, I got my, questions. Mm-hmm. My name Wallow two six seven. Uh, Wallow two six seven. My name was Wallow in the streets. Two six seven come from my prison number. Let me know where I come from or where I ain't going back to. My number was DG two six seven in prison. Uh, it's also the area code of Philly two six seven. But uh, you know, uh, I'm a person did time in prison, armed robbery, firearm convictions. Came home thirty seven and just you know I, I went to social media. I, I told my story. I encouraged people. I pushed people. During the whole time I was doing it, I was branding myself. Got my logo. And I just wore it every day I could wear it. I wore my slogans every day I could wear it. And I just pushed it. And people got used to seeing me every day. Uh, and now I'm here. I got a podcast, number one podcast. Uh, I speak all over. I do all types of stuff. Marketing for companies. Consulting for companies. I don't know. You know a little bit of this, a little bit of that, I guess. A little bit. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Moose, I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm sorry. Yeah, go for it. Come All on. right. So you were you were locked up for 20 years, but there was one thing that caught me when you were in there. You used to watch commercials. Although yeah, you didn't watch shows, you watched commercials. Huh? Can you break down why did you only watch commercials instead of the shows in because i feel like that was research for you but, yeah, but break down to the people you know as you get older you won't think about it right mm-hmm. but i don't know i was like why that big mac now never look like that when i go in the store like it look on tv something ain't right yeah so i used to look at stuff like, why all he keep seeing is color why are they playing this rap music in there or why are they play so to understand, and I started just watching commercials religiously. I just sit back and write them, watch them, write my little notes down or whatever, and just be like, okay, it was only this this time. I would count the time, the seconds it was on, or whatever it may be. But it was like I was just fascinated by commercials, and uh, because I was like, these people is making us buy this shit, and and then I realized that the commercial was the reason that the show was able to be on this network because they they sponsored it, and they it was a bunch of deep shit. Then I start reading stuff. Then I read I read George Lois, damn good advice, one of the great, greatest marketing men, admin ever. They made the uh TV show Mad Men about him. I don't know if you ever seen that, John. Yep. Yeah. George Lois, damn good advice was one of the hell of a books I ever read. So I used to just watch and I and I understood red. I understood that red evoke emotion and certain colors. It's a part of the branding. That's why you see my logo red on my page. You know what I mean? You always see me like a lot of times you'll see me in red if I ain't got black on. Right. You know, like so it was little, little things. Then I start realize that, oh, McDonald's ain't make that commercial ad ever. The ad agency did. Mm. They got paid. The ad agency got paid to, to market this or create this commercial. Then they probably, you know, what I mean, outsource some people to do it. And you know how this shit go. And bang, you yeah. got commercial. But was there a particular commercial that like truly inspired oh how you do your content now? No, it wasn't no commercial because most of these commercials is high, is high productions. Yeah. So it couldn't, it couldn't really do me like no. I just knew that 
you ain't had that much time. And I knew that from the commercial, I realized about attention, attention span. So when, when you see my videos and I was jumping off a roof or running over a highway or coming out of the Hudson River, wherever I was at, it was about, I had to grab your attention immediately. So at the end of the, at the beginning of the video, I'm grabbing your attention. First, you're like, yo, this dude laying on the ground with ketchup on his head. What is he doing? Now, I made you stop because the timeline in social media is a battle for attention. So my whole thing is like, how can I battle with the girl that's naked, the athlete, the rapper, and all this other, all these other people that's got all these trinkets and all this uh, you know, gimmicks going on in life? I got something for them. Ain't nobody going to be coming down this timeline in the ghetto jumping off a roof. Ain't nobody going to be laying on the ground acting like they got shot in their head. Ain't nobody going to be hmm. running across the highway. So I said, I got him. I ain't got to worry about it. I, I don't care if she naked. She ain't going to stop traffic like I'm going to stop traffic. Right. When I'm running across the E-way and you see this 18-wheeler coming. You know what I mean? Hmm. So it was like, I got him. So that, that's what I learned. I learned that shit. And, like, and then, you know, and, and I'm like, all I need is this phone and a tripod. Mm-hmm. Shit, it's over. It's a game over. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Tag your it moves. Yeah, Wallow, man, we had the, I think it was cool just kind of, even before the show, you, you was chatting up a little bit just about your experience, your outlook on, on creators and what they do and what they don't do. But I like what you said about everyday people or more so the creatives, the, the, the graphic designers, the videographers being kind of like the Swiss Army knife, right? I like, I like that analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side of that, you're still someone who can capture content. Like you said, you're a now person, capture content, post it now. Talk to me about just your, your, your perspective when it comes to balance. Like, yeah, you want to be organic, but you also understand the importance of having high quality branding, high quality material, you know, that the audience can engage with. I believe some... Uh I believe it depends on the platform. Like Instagram is just a simple thing, but you know, it, it depends on you and how much time you got. And, who, and if you got somebody right there, um, me, I'm like, damn, okay, I could throw something on Insta, throw it up. We film it right now, shoot it right here, throw it up. I could do that. Or I could, you know, do I got time to have somebody chop it up and edit it? No, I probably, I want it out there now. Now, if I'm ready to do something for YouTube, like I would have a million dollars worth of game or when, when I was doing Where's Wallow, I'd be like, all right, let me go shoot that. And I shot every episode of them joints on my phone with a tripod. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, damn, let me call Nick. Nick, I need you to uh, box. I need you to put a presentation around this. I need you to package this shit up. So my logo, come on the intro. Come on, where's Wallow at? Pop up at the bottom of the screen. My logo, all right, bet. all right, cool. Uh, it's levels. It's definitely levels for content. And, and, mm-hmm. and it's just about the placement of that content you know, that's when you start talking about the packaging or non-packaging of the product, you know what I mean, or that content. Mm. So it, it's, it's levels to it, you know what I'm saying, different places, you know what I mean, because some people might like you to see you here, but I think that uh, it could add value. But I was talking to somebody yesterday. They said, man, every time I did stuff, got a camera crew and all this shit to do this stuff, it wouldn't get, wouldn't get that much traction. I said, because you got to understand this, on here, most people is receiving your information on here. Now, if you go to Netflix or even YouTube sometimes, they expected it to be more graphic orientated. But if it's coming mm-hmm. through social media, it's coming down the timeline, they just used to, you know what I'm saying? The highly professional shit might throw them off sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just about that feeling, how you're feeling at the moment and getting it out there immediately, you know? Was Love there that. Was there a 
point where you did get all the camera crew and everything like that and it just didn't work like you you said you know what it's time to step up and you tried it but then you were like no the best thing i can do is from my phone like phone. i'm, I'm like, gonna just stay with that i bought and they can tell you this shit uh i bought several cameras man i bought two three cameras personal ones that i thought i was gonna be able to and Nick can tell you, Nick like ordered them for me. I always give them away on Instagram to somebody ask some shit. Because it's like, ah, it's too much. It's too bulky. I don't need to get, I need, I, I got two phones. That's all I need. I'm like, Ted, Kevin Gates got two phones. Right. Put them in my pocket and I'm out of here, man. I don't want to be, I don't want to be held down. You know? I'm, so, I'm with that. That's how that was. Go ahead, wow. Moose. Hey. Let me talk to you about this because I think one of the things that also goes unnoticed, and we talked about this briefly as well. Um, just kind of people falling short of either their on their work ethic or maybe not fully capitalizing on their potential. Um, so I love quotes and I was looking up some of the stuff that you wrote and I came across one of these things, you know, that you, that you said out there, you said, if you could run a game, you could run a company. If you can write a rap, you can write a book. If you can film a stream, a street fight, you can shoot a movie. So don't just take over the block, take over the world and stop selling yourself short. So a big now, focus on personal brands through my, Ah, go for it. I didn't write. I didn't write that. That's something I reposted. Now I see ah, it on okay. the brand, but that's real because if you go on uh, if you Google movie shot on iPhone, there's movies on Netflix that were shot on iPhones. Mm-hmm. Mm. So Fair. that's real. You can shoot a if you can shoot a street fight. You can like if you can run a block. You can run a cut. All that shit is real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's mm. just about an energy transfer. You got to be able to transfer that energy of documenting dumb shit to document something with substance that's going to add value to you, your family, or your community. Uh, and that's all it's about. If you can hustle a bag, bag of Coke, you can sell a T-shirt. You know what I mean? So it's, it's different, you know, it's different ways of seeing it, but I believe that, man. You got you to gotta do an energy transfer. Transfer the energy of being doing dumb shit, the energy of doing stuff that's going to add value. You know, and that's mm-hmm. what it's about. Yeah. Talk, talk about, I, I guess, more so because like when I think of the word personal brands, I focus more on the person first. And I'm like, yo, there's some development that needs to happen to the person before you can be a brand. Right. Yeah, and I feel like, like, yeah. See, like with me, I think what make my shit roll is that I'm not perfect. I don't know shit. But if I feel like mm-hmm. cussing, I'm a cuss. If I feel like slapping my girl in the ass while we walking down the street, I'm going to do it. I don't mm-hmm. like like. The perfect shit, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to last because that's not real. It's cool for a while, but it'll fade out because it'll get mundane and it'll get boring. You'll, you'll be like, oh, yeah, this, I'm perfect. I got to per- I don't do this. Don't do that. Do that. That's not real life because in your real life, do you cuss? Who don't cuss on the planet? The pastor cuss. The E-man cuss. Mm-hmm. Facts. Like so, we'll be having everybody trying to be. So my thing is relatable. It's like now, Wallow, 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 create Wallow, do him. Hmm. So, I'm I'm gonna ask this: What? When did you know it started working? Like you came out, you did these videos, but. Was there a particular video, a particular gig, whatever it was that you know, okay, there we go. I got it. It, it was just a matter of time. 
I think it started working for me when people used to think I was crazy. When I used to hear back from other friends, be like, yo, what's the name that was talking about? They think Wallow went crazy in jail. Wallow this, Wallow that. I'm like, oh, yeah, this shit working. Because mm. the reason I say it was working because I knew I had more time to develop what I was doing because if they think you're crazy and you're doing something, you ain't got to worry about nobody jumping on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, all right, bet. Because wasn't nobody out. See, the great thing about what I started doing I ain't seen nobody out here doing what I was doing. Right. Wasn't nobody running down on a motherfucking street or jumping on. Nobody was doing that, you know, just to, you know, um, how can I say, candy-coated medicine. Nobody was doing that. My shit was like, I had to do that to grab your attention, to give you some shit that could add value to your life. Nobody was doing that on top and tip that I was on. So it was like, for them to say that, people, I'm getting back. Yeah, he crazy. I said, yeah, I got some. It's game time. Because the people that have something is never going to be digestible at first. People are not going to understand it. Mm-hmm. People are going to call it crazy, weird, whatever. You know what I mean? And that's what that shit is about. So you, know? you, you literally was like, oh, they call me crazy. It's, it's, it's a go. It's winning. Like, yeah, I, it's I, actually I, I, working. I, I was in jail when they was calling Kanye crazy. Yep. I seen that. Everybody great they call crazy. Mm. 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 Oh, wait. First of all, you're not gonna speed past that. Like you didn't just Mm-mm. say what you just said. Mm-mm. Yeah. Bring that back. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. They said I'm crazy. I'm like, yeah. Bet I got him. It's, mm. it's gonna be good now. You know. But when did? Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Moose. But when did you think the same people that said how long? The same people that say you're crazy is like, yo. That's the man. Like, he got it. Look what he built. I convert, I convert all the naysayers. I converted all of them. Wherever they say something in, in, in a, a public or private, I'd be always, I'd convert people. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, people jump on what they see that the people they look 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 up to jump on. Right. When they see a favorite artist with me or reposting me or shouting me out or whatever, they like, ah, oh, they bow out. A Hall of Fame athlete, you know what I mean? Basketball player. It's like this boy, man. Just because I'm just doing me, I'm not to flex on nobody. That's a that's a big difference. I'm not out here flexing on nobody. These are facts. You know, moves. Man, I, I'm 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 looking, and I'm I, I like to study, right? Like for me, I, I understand everybody does their thing. That's what makes them you, or makes them mm-hmm. them. But I know what makes me me. Right. And it's like, yo, intimately getting to know something, studying, learning. I don't think there is anything wrong with being a learner. Right? I think there's that's actually a, a lot of beauty in that. So I'm, I'm kind of studying your story and I'm like, man, 20 years in jail. Two years after getting out or at least in the last two years, really a tremendous amount of growth. I mean, the podcast, everything kind of took off. How was it for you being able to stay like just focused and disciplined because like I, I like what you guys have done with the podcast where you're able to get the artist to speak to the younger generation and really show them another way out and I love that mm. but I, I think even for yourself like it could have been easy to get distracted be like man from where I was to where I am now 18 months in 12 months in I'm good now but I think you kept you kept riding that wave and this is created this this storm that can't be messed with right now 
How were you able to stay disciplined during that during that time? Because it's like, like with me, a lot of people don't know. I like to chill more than anything. Like, you know, when, a lot of times you might see me on the ground when Gil doing a video. I'm in the back laying down on the couch, chilling. Like now mm-hmm. I like to be chilling. I don't really care about like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care if people, I'm not trying to, how can I say, buy people attention. I'm not trying to worry about the thing. I'm not caught up in the things. I'm happy and I won. I won once they let me out of prison. I won when I wake up every morning. Mm. So it's like, I just enjoy creating. Like, you know, some people like, they like to say, oh, I want to, I want to go on vacation. I want to go. No, I enjoy creating. I enjoy buying some equipment and and doing some shit with that and making it work for me. Mm. And that's my excitement. Like when I'm done shooting or when I'm done doing something, that's all I care about. I ain't worrying about, you know, some people want to go. Like if you if y'all knew how many parties I turned down, how many tours mm-hmm. I turned down, y'all be like, damn. I'd be like, no, I'm cool. I ain't. I mean, I get my interview. Come on, wow, let's go to strip club tonight. No, I'm going to the hotel. Take me a nice hot shower, and I'm going to watch YouTube or some shit on my MacBook. Right. Gil might go with y'all. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because he be already lived a rapper life. But I'm, I'm gonna be at the joint. Probably go get me a meal. And that's it. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So, the podcast, right? Huge. Uh Why? Why the podcast? And did you know? Off the out the gate that it was going to work because it felt like the very first episode it was like number one, second number, episode yeah. number one, and yeah, then what was, barstool. I didn't know. You don't never know. You just push it. Like me, I'm one of the people. I don't give a fuck what happened. Yep. I know this one thing. I know if you could do something for a month, you could do it for two months. You could do it for two. You could do it for four. I'm the type of person that's no, you just got to do that shit. Right. And it's going to pop. It might not pop. It might don't pop the first six months, but it might pump, pop that seventh month. Yeah. So my whole thing was like, come on, cuz, we're going to do this shit. You know what I mean? And it was like, game time. I did some research, looked some shit up, and it was like game time, you know? And, and it wasn't no thought to it. How? Barstool. Like, how? How? Like, I think a lot of people want to know, because podcasters, even ourselves, like, you you got a major deal. It was all over. Yeah. If people could Google it, if you don't know. know. See, what you got to understand is about, like, this game is about, to be honest with y'all, this shit is about audiences. Yep. Uh, and it's about having an engaging audience. Like, you see our people, our people is different type of people. Yeah. And they engage with us. They fuck with us. And, you know, when, when you're a big company like a bar store, you can see what's going on in the back end. You can see what's real and what's fake. Yeah. And it was like, man, y'all motherfuckers is like the real deal. You know, we met with them. You know, we at the same time we was talking to Spotify. Yeah. We talked to the big boy Spotify. You know what I mean? Courtney Hope. Look mm. him up. Yeah. So we talked to the big boy directly. He called our phone directly. So we talking to him. Then we talking to them, you know, it was different things, you know. Ownership was very important to us. And, you know, at that time, you know, Barstool, 
we understood that we own us, you know, they, they understood ownership right. and we won't retain that. So that, you know, we, they came back to, we went up to New York and they came back to Philly, sat down with us in a restaurant. We negotiated the deal right there. It took us five minutes and it was game time. They walked away. We shook hands and they've been our partners ever since. Hmm. That's dope. That's dope. Um, speaking of the podcast, of course, there's been a, a lot of big name guests on there. Um, we I even saw a clip of you hanging with Nip. RP to him before he passed. I'm sure that that was. Are a, you gonna a steal my question? Oh my god! Okay, no, nah, that's not what I'm gonna ask. Okay, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Out of all the people that you've met with, I think you can recognize real energy. But what piece of advice do you think stood out? Maybe or something that you learned or heard from all of these different people. What's the one thing that stood out from you from the variety or like, you know, the many different folks that you've met with? Uh, there's a lot, but like when you talk about Nip, because at the time me and Nip, Nip, Nip was on Where's Wallow when I did Where's Wallow, when I was doing Where's Wallow. Because Where's Wallow was before me and I was with the game. You know what I'm saying? That was before, that was before, that was before me and I was with the game. You know, yeah. so it was like, I was shooting that and it was like, well, on the phone, Nip, everybody, yeah. he shot that on the phone. You could YouTube that. Yeah, yeah got wifey on there. She's calling me. What's up, wifey? Say hi. Mm-hmm. Hey, wifey. Hello. I'm going to call you back. I'm on the Zoom, babe. Okay. Love you. So, on the phone, and uh, Nip, Nip was special. And I'm going to say something about it. You know, I'm, I'm, I learned a lot of different things from different people. Everybody, But what Nip gave me was that no matter who it was that walked in that room, he respected everybody from the person that was bringing the pizza to the person that was opening the door to driving the car. And he gave them attention, looked them in the eye. You all right? Cool. And that was Nip. And that was so, and that was something I always carried with me. Like, damn Nip. You know what I mean? You get that. And then you get like, you get with people like Kevin Durant and you realize that Kev is real humorous. Right. Like he got mm-hmm. some, you know what I mean? Kev got some jokes. And you'd be like, cause mm-hmm. you just always see him, he laid back serious. But no, Kev got some jokes with him, you know what I mean? Like he really got on me about not having no game and all this shit. You know what I mean? Like he really got some, you know, but it's like, and then you get with somebody like Mayweather and be like, yo, man, he really appreciative of being able to be on the platform and his story get told the way he need he wanna tell it. Right. Mm. And then they look like trying to, you know, drop no bond, you know, handle landmines on him. You know what yeah. I mean? So everybody got a different situation. Then when you were Shaq, we tripping out and there's so much business mm-hmm. information coming out. You think it's going to be yeah. sports? No, Shaq bringing that business shit out. Yeah, Shaq I mean? is a whole big business. We, you know what I mean? Because, you know, when we do our thing, me and Gil was so good about us. We're uh, pulling different things out of people. Mm-hmm. You know, if we in music, I'm going for the business shit. Like Gil might talk about the life, the la- we we gonna get some laughs in life, different shit about the industry journeys he had. With. I'm going in about do you own your masters? Would, mm-hmm. would you go? In, would you be independent today? Would you do it differently? What's the importance of a manager? Do you got a cameraman? Do you own your own studio? Because I'm I'm getting information that the person that's coming up that's watching this shit can use. I'm getting this person to give up the game. Million dollars worth of game about an industry that everybody want to come in. So I'm gonna say, all right, give him. 
I'm going to get that information from them doing my questioning that's going to add value to you, even if you're an athlete. Even if, you like, you know, if you go back and you look, Ice Cube basically did a master class on our show about screenwriting. Yep. Saw that. So that's what that shit is about to me. So yeah. everybody did a different thing. So I remember a conversation, like the first time I talked to you was with Nick and you emphasize the importance of that. Everybody is a media company, right? Yeah. I want you to break that down to the people because I, I don't think people truly understand that just with their phone, they literally have a company the the content that they put out, the the platforms that they're on, and if they understand how to monetize it, is a whole different level. But that that conversation like changed everything. I think that's one of the reasons why we even started the podcast. But talk talk to the people why why you feel so strong and why even people truly consider you a media mogul because you have that mindset of you are a media company because. Um when you look at it, it's like, all you need is this. Yeah. On here, I go right on here. I can first think of a name, read, look up the name. If nobody got it, I get an LLC. I could trademark it. I could do all that. Uh, whatever company, 2021 company, media company. Then I could take this phone. I could shoot me whatever I want to shoot. I could record music on here. I could record podcasts on here. I could do all this shit on here. So everybody is walking around with a media company in their pocket, but they just don't know how to set up the infrastructure to be able to monetize off that. And everything I do on here, I could put it on YouTube or I could go on Patreon and create a paywall and put it behind that and monetize that shit. Just imagine if everybody seen that and understood that. So now it's like, if you understood that, understand that this thing you got in your pocket that you might just used to go on social media, you could be using this to do with a thousand different things in your media company. Simple. Go ahead, go ahead, Moose. Because yeah. you know I had like three more questions after that one. Yeah, now you, you spoke you spoke about you said in this game it's all about audience, right? But you also told us before the show you ain't got a class time to do a master class. So maybe I could pull one out of you real quick in uh maybe a mm-hmm. couple minutes here. What's 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 the short version of Wallow's masterclass on how to reach and grow an audience in 21? Uh, you got audience and you got community. A lot of times audiences, they sway. You got to try to build a community. Community is your people. Them, your diehard people that's going to rock with you. You know what I mean? They're going, hmm. they're going, they going, you know, it's a difference between the audience. It's a difference between the community. It's a difference between uh, fans, haters. All of that shit is necessary to win. You need, you need a good you know, it depends on how many followers you got, but you need a good 20% to be haters. You know what I mean? Because hey, they, they marketers. Haters is your marketing team. They're going to go tell people about you and why they don't like you. And if you got something good going on, when they go tell the people they don't like you and the people go back to your page and you got something to land on, they're going to start fucking with you. You know what I mean? And then you're going to need like a real audience. 50% of them people got to be, your, I mean, community. 50% of them people got to be community. Then the rest can be a part of the audience. Because audience sway, uh, you know, the audience for uh, for some of these artists is from two years ago, them artists going, they somebody else audience now. Mm-hmm. But when you think about community, 
uh, Tyler the Creator got a community. Major. J Cole got a J Cole got a community. Yep. Uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar got a community. Kanye West got a community. Some of these other artists, they just got audiences because that community is the people that if you go quiet and you ain't putting nothing out, and out of nowhere you come up on your, you know. You put a documentary out or you put something out on, it's going to go to number one because your community is never leaving you. You're a part of their life. So they're going to keep mm-hmm. you there forever. You know, it's people that's just like, they, you know, they love Metallica. They got yeah. a community. Yep. No matter when they drop, they're going on tour, they shit going to sell out. Oh, my God. Because, you know, it connects. Certain people know how to connect people with memories. And you can build a community like even with me. Uh, you know, it's people that got memories with me when I help them get through a moment. Or they seen a video. So that's a memory that's going to live with them forever. You know? So when you, it's different. You can build the community. You just got to be you every day. Uh, and you got to get them something that they can hold on. Not nothing, something that's a wave. A lot of people be having audiences, but a lot of them audience be waves. Hmm. They be moments. That's you good. see what I'm saying? That's, that's good. Yeah. That's I mean, a bar. I mean, that's a bar. Um, okay. We're going to get another mini masterclass based off our conversation podcasting okay you have the number one podcast and people have been trying to get on the charts forever wanting to start a podcast talk to the people real quick about how to start but how to monetize as well because i think you flip uh, just content and audio so perfectly that it, it makes a bag in 2.3 seconds. Uh, well, with a podcast, first, you got to have an audience or community of people that's going to push your stuff because everybody, now, if you got people that's going to push this, first of all, it only take a couple hundred hours to start. You get a Zoom recorder or you can do it on your phone. It depends up to you. Or you can buy some serious equipment. You know what I mean? Some serious equipment. Ooh. Is that four, five cameras right there? But, yeah, it's four of them, big boys. Yikes. Yikes. Big boys. Yeah. Uh, or you can, or you can, uh, or you can uh, shoot on your phone, get a Zoom record off of Amazon. Shit, shit is real inexpensive. Then you got to pick which pla- what uh, platform you want to use. Uh, do you want to go with uh, Buzzsprout? I went with Buzzsprout. They give you all the data with every city. Bang, and they put you on every platform. It's just like Disco Kid for music. Uh, the way you can monetize quick, and we was able to monetize from the rip, is get some sponsors. Mm-hmm. Find companies in your community. It could be a small business because of the clothing brand. It could be a gas. It could be anything. Gas station. We had funeral homes. We had hair companies. We had trucking companies. We had uh, uh, towing companies. We had all type of motherfuckers that I was just fine. We were fine. So uh, you went local first. You didn't go for the yeah, big always. Boys. Yeah, I went local because I was already doing commercials for people, yeah. car dealerships. Uh, you know what I mean? Springfield, Hyundai. So you know, you see all that. Now, when we talk about charting, charting is a battle with yourself. A lot of people see when they only beating yourself. When one of your first highest shows is going to be your first show because it's not going up against the prior shows. Yes. It go higher when you did more numbers than shows prior. So that's how. So you're battling with your averages. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And that's how you get go up on them charts. And you just got to be consistent. Some people can beat the charts up because they put so many episodes out that it pushed the album because it's the consistency. Like we only do 52 a year, once a week. But you got other people that's going to do two or three a week. You know what I mean? To us, that's oversaturated. We don't want to burn the people out. All right. 
I'd I, I rather let you look to me every week. The biggest shows in life, they was only once a week. Yep. Cosby's, Jefferson's, whatever you was watching. You know what I mean? So I'd just be like, we cool once a week. Makes sense. I know, I know you uh, inspired Earn Your Leisure. I was watching their their mm-hmm. interview, and they're like, yo, I talked to Wallow. Like, we started our, our podcast through the phone. They recorded that thing through the phone, simple mm-hmm. mics, and they like top in the business po- po- uh, podcast charts. Yeah, so. they're big boys. They're fucking big boys. Yeah. Because yeah. you just got to go. Like, like, even with us, we, us, Earn Your Leisure, we got into the game, like, early but late. Yeah. Because, you know, Joe and been doing it. A lot of people text home. A lot of people been doing it. Yeah. Uh, I think Ice had one. Nori had one. So you had a lot of people doing it. But we got in it early on. This generation is moving now. Mm-hmm. This movement of podcasts. We we like the we became like the uh, early people in that that right now generation. Yeah. The people that's pushing. You know what I mean? So it's like you got people that's doing it, man. You know, so it's like, you know, it's just a push. But, you know, you just got to do it. That's it. Hmm. You heard it. Go ahead, Moose. Hey, to take a break from the serious and business talk for a moment, of course, you know we rock with with ET heavy, and I know, uh, I think, uh, man, QDZ told us that you guys all connected recently. But I think working with him so closely, one of the things I'm always fascinated by is when he hears a response, maybe from somebody he meets out in the street, and he'll be like, "Wow, I can't believe he got that through a video, or she got that through a video." What's maybe a, an encounter you had? with someone and they told you a story about, you know, what, what maybe something your message or your video did for them. Is there any stories that stick out for you? Like, yeah, I, I remember so-and-so I met in this city. And- it's a lot. You'd be surprised because it'd be so many. And I see so many people, even, even the people who you interview, the celebrities and all, they'd be like, yo, I needed that video. I'd be like, oh, mm. like, damn, you know, and then it'd be the people that, let's see, this we understand. Everybody that, everybody that's, not liking don't mean they're not watching. That's not following, that don't mean no you know, I got more people that's following than people that's following. Wow. Let me show you something. Hmm. I literally got more people that's following than following. So when you go, when I go to my analytics, right, your insights, and I look at my, here you go, my interaction, and I, let me see. Look at this. Say for in the last thirty days, if you look, right? Look at this. Yep, the non-followers. Wait. Whew. Wow. Whew. Look at them yeah. impressions. Forty-four mm. mil. Forty-four mil for our audio people. Sheesh. <laughs> wow. So, so if you got all these people following, it's just different. So it's nearly more than double than, than those who are actually following. That's why I don't be tripping. I don't be tripping about my followers because there's more people follow me than the people that's following me. Mm. Because that's you, see the people that, you see the people that hit it. So it's like, I don't be tripping. I just do me. So when I somebody run up on me, I don't be like, do you follow me? They be like, yo, man, I don't even follow you, but I love your shit. I'm like, all right, cool. Right. And that's the most important part. That, as mm-hmm. long as they're following the message, as long as they're following yeah. the brand. Somebody send it to them. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all that matters. 
I want to bring it. I want to bring it back real quick. So there is a way you do your content is almost like fearless, right? It's just like I don't care what people say. Like, like you said, I jump up from the building, have catch up on me. It doesn't matter, right? Where do you think that kind of stems from? Like, where, where do you? Because people on social media care. Like they, that's why they do what they do is like, I care what the feedback is. You are like, nah, I'm going to do what I do. A like is not love. And we got to understand that. Everybody not going to like you. 7.8 billion people on the planet. You don't need anybody to win. Uh, why should I care? I was in jail. The guards used to come to my cell someday, strip me down, strip search to sell. I ain't care about that shit. <laughs> I mean, and it, and it had me not caring anymore. It's like if that go through that humiliation, what you not liking the post gonna mean to me? Yeah. What you not following gonna mean to me? What you saying you don't like me gonna mean to me? I've been mm-hmm. through the bottom already. Fuck, all this stuff is happiness. Whether you commenting good stuff or you not commenting, or you commenting bad stuff, it all helped me. It helped the algorithm. Mm. So you know, I just you just like fuck it, fuck what they think. I mean, it don't matter. That's so hard for some people, though. That's oh, I already know. That's why. That's what puts. That's what makes me so different. Yeah, you know, so I'm cool with it. Big facts, hmm. man. Wallow, this will probably be my last question, man. And and I think Nikki said it in the beginning, but for us, we started this as. It was almost kind of like a, a mistake. It was a joke for us, right? Pandemic, we was like, man, watching The Last Dance, let's start doing breakdowns on some of these teams, some of these brands, some of these businesses and what makes them them. And it was during a time where a lot of people were losing their lives, of course, you know, with COVID and whatnot. And we was like, yo, this is great. We can give people flowers while they're still here. Like, we don't even got to wait for them to pass on. We can just give them flowers here. So obviously, this is our token of appreciation to you and giving you your flowers for just being a stand-up you, guy. Man. But in my yeah, my last question, I'm I'm just curious to know, you know, having gone through all of this, where you're at now, again, very, very present, very authentic, very real. But what keeps you going? What what what's that thing that you feel is the the thing that you're working toward now, or more importantly, just the thing that's keeping you moving day to day? It ain't really about a thing that I'm looking for. I know that uh, you know, my the fire that's in me that you see is my brother that got killed mm-hmm. that I carry with me every day. It's like, man, you know what I thought about? I said, man, I don't really care about too much shit to be working on. I just know I grind and I know I got other things I'm going to do. I don't tell you what I want to do, what I'm going to do. And it's just like I wake up every day. That's that's what I'm working on. I wake up every day for another. If I get, you know, I'm 40, if I get 30 out this joint, if I get another 40, I'm 42. Mm. If I get another 40, I'm cool with that. And I'm working on that. You know, that's what I'm working on, more importantly, to wake up for 40 more years. And I think mm-hmm. I'll be cool when I leave. You know what I mean? Because we all going to leave, and that's something I think about all the time. So when I leave, I'm happy that when I leave, I ain't going to never leave. Because what I'm doing is going to live here forever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be alive forever. If I aspire today, I drop today, I'm going to be here forever. I left enough on this planet to be here forever. You know, and it might be appreciated more, you know, 
15 years from after I'm died, after I'm dead, it's gonna be like, yo, this dude was a, you know how it go. This dude was, you know, yeah. dude was a genius. So it's like, that's when I'm working on a wake up for 40 more years. Hmm. Let me ask my last question. I don't think I could top that one, but I'm going to ask the question for the people, right? Um, as far as personal branding, you've, you've done it all. You've done the merch, you've done the podcast, you've done the YouTube, you've got the million followers. If somebody was starting or trying to just start all over, what is the order that you feel people should start with? Like, we already know you're going to say with the phone, but like, where does the podcast fit in? Where does like the the YouTube series fall into if you was to just start with a whole brand new person? Well, first, first you just got to start. It depends on what platform you like the most. Mm-hmm. You start on YouTube or you start on Instagram, but wherever you start, you got to start. Like Instagram is real easy to build up quick, but YouTube is too. I guess if you got some real good shit every day. Yeah. But I just think YouTube sometimes got to be more organized. Well, your Instagram, you could just start that shit popping, set it up, and just go. But I think you should focus on YouTube. If you focus on these three at the same time, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, and you get them Jones cranking, I think to be able to have two, three thousand followers on each of them platforms. Oh, you fucking winning. You know, mm-hmm. I think you, to me, I think you get 2,000 organic, you know, people on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Oh, you rocking. A good 2,000 on each joint that's interactive with your shit. You're going to see it grow. Just say, damn, I'm taking this bitch to 2,000. Once you get it. Uh oh. Where did he go? Uh oh, I think I think we lost him. I think we lost him. Sheesh! Mm -hmm. At least we got the last question. You know me? We got it in. We We got got it in. in. Listen, oh here he comes. Here he comes. I think we got him. I think we got him back. Let's see. Let's see. Let me see if I get him. Hold up. Bang! There we go. He's back. What's his name? Died. My My MacBook died. Oh. Mm. All the way real. Come on. The battery. All the way real. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, so it's just, it's just like, that's all it's about, you know, just uh, figuring out the platforms as you want. But them three, you can never lose with them three. Facts. You know? Facts. So I want to say, Wallow, we appreciate you. Thank you. For jumping on Nikki and Moose and, and and being honorable with the request. You know what I mean? Being no honorable for the request. No problem. Um this y'all is need this, me, hit me up. Absolutely. And we want to end it off with your final words. Normally we do Moose final words, but what what's the final words you got for the people? The final words is live your fucking life. Uh, you know, this is your journey. You're not in nobody, that race, you ain't in no race with nobody but yourself. That race is just you. You're on the track, you're in the arena by yourself. Focus on that. Don't be looking on the side. Don't be looking on that side. Don't be worrying about nobody else. The race is your race. Uh, Define that race. What's the destination? 
uh, what type of energy you got to use during the race. But it's your race. But at the end of the day, live your fucking life, man. When I say live it, I'm talking about live it all the way out. You know, you don't want to be a person in the graveyard, you know, sitting there like, damn, I ain't do what I wanted to do. Can't go back mm-hmm. out there. I can't go back outside. I'm done. Right. And I didn't even do I ain't everything that I wanted to do. I put everything that I wanted to do and everybody and everything that I wanted to be on hold just to appease other people, man. So I tell people, live your fucking life, man. That's the final word, you know. 